Okay, we are on Daf Kavdalat Amud Bet. I believe we kept reading a little bit into the Amud yesterday. Uh, is that correct? Uh, just a and there's a little bit of a comparison between how uh, they used to learn and we learn. But nonetheless, Rav Yehuda, we're talking about Rav Yehuda, and then we said by six down, he would just take off one shoe and the rain would come. And we daven like we all day long and no one listens to us. So Gemara says like this, now we're at like, in my Gemara, the eighth line down, last word. Imishum um, Uvda, if it's because of his, uh, his great actions, if there's anyone who saw something, so say it. Meaning, he's saying that I don't think it's because he's such a he's necessarily uh, meaning the the meaning he, he's saying about himself that I don't think I did anything wrong that makes me not be listened to. But what can a gadolador do if his generation isn't you know worthy? So then you know I can only uh, daven so much. That's kind of like pushing it off on them, I guess, but nonetheless. <laughs> All right. Mark goes on. Rabbi Yehuda Chaza Hanu betrayed the Habuka Partse Berifta. Rabbi Yehuda saw these two guys who were being parades with bread. They were like tossing bread one to another. Amar, he said, Shema Mina, I can, hear, I can see from here, the Ika Sova Ba'alma, there must be satiation in the world, meaning there must be uh, plenty of stuff if you can just throw bread around like it's nothing. Yahiv Ene, so he put his eyes on it and he looked at them, meaning he sort of was very disappointed and he. He should have uh, paid extra attention. Havakafna. And as a result, there was a famine. Okay? So, meaning, like, he was upset by this behavior. So, as a result, there was famine. Amr le Rabbana le Rav Kahana bereid Rav Nechunya. So, the Rabbana said to Rav Kahana, the son of Rav Nechunya, Shamei Demar, uh, Shamei, excuse me, his, uh, his uh, servant. So, this Rav Kahana was the uh, servant of Rav Yehuda. Demar de Shriach Kamei, Niase de Leipuk Pepitcha de Samech Lashuka. So your your shchiach kameh, you're found frequently by the Rav Yehuda. Niasiyeh force him or encourage him to go out the doorway or the entrance, which is close to the shuk, so that I guess that he could see like what's happening in reality. Like there's a re- like, like he, should, he should see the result of this famine. So asiyah benafik l'shuk, so he encouraged him and he went out to the shuk. Chaza kinufia. So he saw a gathering of people. Amr lahu, my high. He said to them, "What's this? Like, what's? What are you guys all gathered around?" Amr lahu, Amr lay, akusva de tamre kaimed de kamizdamin. There's like a basket of dates that's here that's being sold. Amr shmamina kafna baama. He said, "Ah, I see from here that there's a famine in the world." Maybe it seems like he wasn't necessarily totally aware that there was a famine, and now he sees everyone sort of huddled around this basket of dates. So I guess it's bad news. So Amrli Lishame, so he said to his servant, Shalofli Misane, take off my shoes. Shalafli Chad Misane, he took off one of his shoes, Va'atamitra, and immediately began to rain. Kimata, the Mishlaf Achrina, when he came to take off his other shoe, Ata Eliyahu. Eliyahu Navi came along. Va'amrle, and he said to him, Amar Kadosh Baruchu, Ishalafta Achrina, Macharibna La'alma. If you take off your shoe, I'm going to destroy the world. Meaning, it seems to be that. I guess what's saying is that Rabbi Yehuda obviously seems to have some really tremendous effect on the world, and his mood, you know, can kind of have an effect on what's happening. And so, if he's upset by something, 
the, like the, the, the ramifications in the world are still like almost out of control. So taking off one shoe, it's like immediate rain. Taking off two shoes, it'd be like, he's not satisfied with what the world is like. I guess I'll just destroy the whole world and then, you know, uh, solve the problem. You know? So anyhow, so... Take off the other shoe, destroy the Yeah, because it's like, it's like too powerful. Rebidu's effect is too powerful. So it seems like almost like, I don't know if it's like beyond, even beyond his own control or like just showing how much of an effect he's able to have in the world and how much Hashem's responding to his, you know, uh, his mood. Anyhow. Okay. Rav Mari Rav Mari, the son of the daughter of Shmuel, said, I was standing on the banks of the river Papa. I saw these angels, the Idmu Malche. They were um, they were similar to like they, they like took on the form of sailors. They were bringing uh, sand and filling up boats with sand. This is, I think, after this, this rain of Rabbi <laughs> And the sand turned into fine flour. Okay? So everyone came to buy some of this flour because there had just been a famine. So he said to these people, From this you should not buy. I mean, don't buy the flour from these, like, magical boats. <laughs> because it's the action of miracles. And, and, and Rashi says here, it's on the right side also. The more you can distance yourself from the actions of miracles, the better off you are. What's that? No, it's not Okay. So the Gemara says, Atian arbe de, uh, sorry, the Machar Atian arbe de chite. Uh, so tomorrow there will be boats uh, with flour de Parzina from the place called Parzina. Okay, so he's saying basically like, you know, uh, even though there was a result of this, uh, the result of Rabbi Yehuda is that there's this miracle and all these things happened. You know, other people encourage people not to sort of take advantage of the direct miracle and wait for the more Natural uh, ramifications to be felt. That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. What do you think? Why would it be a miracle if you're not supposed to take advantage of it? I don't know. I'm not really so sure. It could be a machlokan about also like whether you should or shouldn't. You know, maybe like there are those who say maybe you should, but um, it's an interesting perspective. Okay. Rava Ikla Lahagrunya. More stories, guys. We'll just keep going. Lots of stories here. Rava Ikla Lahagrunya. Rava visited a place called Hagrunya. Gazar Ta'anit of Lo'ata Mitras. This is sort of a theme you see. Right back and forth. Right? Certain of the Rabbanim are, are declaring Ta'anit and there's no rain. Amr Lahu Beito. So his household said to him, Kule Alma Batanitaychu Lemachar. Sorry, one second. Oh, sorry. Kule Alma so he said, uh, everyone stay in your fasting. Like, keep fasting tomorrow. Like, overnight, I think he's saying. Like, I want you to keep fasting overnight. <coughs> so the Machar, the next day, Amrlu, he said to the people, Mi'ika dechaza chilma? Is there somebody who saw a chalom, a vision? Lema, say it. Tell me what you saw. So Amrlu, Rabbi Lazar me'agrunya, so Rabbi Lazar from Hagrunya, makes sense, because that's exactly where he was, said, Lididi, to me, ikaryon bechalme, it happened in my dream, or like I had a vision in my dream, 
or Rashi says, Haiti Kore, like I was reading the following, I guess I could see like a sign that said, there's a writing that said the following, Shalom Tav Lerav, I'm sorry, Shalom Tav, Lerav Tav, Meribon Tav, Dimituve Metiv Laame. Like peace, <laughs> what's that? Rav Tav. Rav right. So good peace to the good master from the good Ribon, from like the Hashem, from uh, like the great like uh, real master. Dimituve, that from his goodness, he makes good to Okay? So that's sort of like a, a positive message, I guess, from Hashem in this dream. Amar, he said, I can see from, I can hear from here, I can learn from here, Eid Ratzonhi. So that I, I see this is like a, now it's like a time of, uh, of Ratzon, it's a good time to start davening. Mibai Rachame, it's a good time to ask for a da- to ask for mercy to daven. Bai Rachame Va'ati Mitra. So he asked for mercy, right? He davened and rain actually came. Okay? So the first attempt, the, the Tanit didn't have an effect, but after hearing about this dream, he davened and it all worked. Okay. Now, there's a certain person who was chayiv to get nagda in the beitin of Rava. The beitin uh, nagda really is excommunication, but here I think it also means like flogging, like midrabanan to get lashes. Mishum um, kutit. The reason he was deserving this is because he had relations with a non-Jewish woman. Yeah. So nagda Rava umit. So Rava lashed him, and he died. So that's not so good. So Ishtam Amilta be Shvor Malka. So Shvor Malka, uh, like this king, uh, probably this Persian king, uh, heard about this matter. So he wanted to cause trouble for Rava. So Amrle Ifra Hormiz, Ima de Shvor Malka. So Ifra Hormiz, that's her name. Uh, she's the mother of Shvor Malka. She said Libera to her son, meaning to the king. Don't get involved with these Jews. The command de Bayan, because anyone, because anything they want, Mimarayu, from their master, Yaivlahu, he gives them. Meaning, to these Jews, they get like immediate response from their God. Amrullah, he said to her, Mahi, uh, what is it? Like, what do you mean they get immediate response? Bayan Rachamei Va'ati Mitra. They ask for mercy, meaning they daven, and rain comes. So Amrullah, he said to her, Hahu, Mishum Dezimnu He says, that's not because they daven, that's because it's the time of rain. Meaning, what are they asking for rain? In the rainy season. So, like, you can't tell me that's because they daven. Like, it, it just happens to be the proper time. Of, like, that'd be a great experiment, right? In the rainy season, always daven for rain. And your percentage is going to be pretty decent that when you daven, you're going to get the rain. Because it's supposed to rain in anyways. So let him let him ask for mercy. Let him dive in now when it's Tammuz, when it's the summertime, and let the rain come. And let's let's see if they can do that. So they sent to Rava the following message: you know, you know, direct your mind, and ask for mercy, right? Davin that their rain should come, right? Even in the summer. So he asked for a rachamim, and the rain did not come. So that's not the result he was looking for. So Amr lefanav ribano shalolam. He said, Hashem. He quotes this passage from Dehlam. Elokim beozneinu shamanu avotenu siprulanu poel poel paalta bimehem bimekedem faanu beineinu lo ra'inu. So he says, like Hashem, like we heard from with our ears, our forefathers told us stories that you did all these actions in their days, be made kedem in the in the earlier day, days of yore. 
But he says, Ba'anu, but we, this is what Rabbi is saying, but we, we haven't seen the results of these Hashem's great actions. Look, I daven and there's no rain. And they Ata Mitra Ata Shafuch Rain came until the gutters of Tsipore spilled into the Tigris River. Okay, so you got a lot of rain, even though it's uh, Tamas. Diglat is the Tigris River, yeah. Okay, so Anta of so his father came, it's Chazile Bachami and appeared to him in the Amr line, he said to him, Mi'ika de Mitrach Kami Shemaya Kulehai. When do you want to bother Hashem this much? Like, when are you going to go to, like, to Shemayim and bother him? Amr Lay, uh, he said to him, Shani Duchtech. So the father of Rabbah says to him, You have to change your place. You have to, you have to move. You have to get out, get out of where you are right now. Get out of here. Shani Duchtech. So he changed where he was. When he like, woke up in the middle of the night, he like, moved from where he was. Lamachar, the next day, Ashkechei de Marsham Purye Besakine. The next day he found that his bed was all cut up with knives. So it's a good thing that he got out of the bed. Rashi says, Bisakine, this is the top on the left side of the Rashi. He says, Shiratsu Shedim no Hargo. Some demons wanted to kill him, the Chatzhu et Mitato, and cut up his bed, etc., etc. Okay, so that was like, so like his father saved him from these Shedim who were trying to kill him with knives. If you're going to ask me why. Shay didn't have to function with knives and didn't realize he wasn't there and blah blah blah. I don't really know. Maybe he left like maybe he left some pillows stacked, you know, on the on the bed covered by a blanket or something. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Knives. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that's, that's that's the idea. Okay. So but you see that's that's an interesting point also. So like you see like he's responding because like Shwarmalka had this question about how the Jews are able to get what they want, and he's as we asked for Rain and Tamas, but you see the response from like the Shadim is very negative. Like that wasn't appropriate. Like there's a limit to how much you're supposed to like bother Hashem to ask him for itself too. Okay, Rapapa Gazar Tanita Veloata Mitra, so classic again, he asked for he made his fast and there was no rain. Khalash Libe, he became weak hearted. So I guess he was weak, maybe from the fast. Saraf Pinka de Daisa, so he ate a bowl of porridge. Ubai Rachame, and then he davened. Veloata Mitra and rain still didn't come. So Amalei Rav Nachman, um, Rav Nachman said, Bar Ushpazti, uh, what's that phrase, Bar Ushpazti? Oh, yes, no, there's that point, right? So they're supposed to be, yeah, they're supposed to be fasting. So Bar Ushpazti, what does that phrase mean? That's his name? Or the son of Ushpazti? Oh, sorry. Amalei Rav Nachman Bar Ushpazti. I apologize. Right. So Rav Nachman, he didn't say Bar Ushpazti. Rav Nachman Bar Ushpazti said to him, thank you. Mar Pinka Achriti Didaisa Antimitra. So this is, he's teasing him. He says, maybe if you eat another bowl of porridge, the rain will come. So like, he's like, he broke his fast. Like, what are you doing? So Ichsif, so he was embarrassed. V'chalash Date, and he became a despondent. V'atomitra. That's not the first time we've seen that. that you know, sort of he's emo- he got, finally got emotionally involved, and the rain finally came. Okay, now we're going to have some stories about Rabbi Hanin and Bendosa, and that will take us to the end of the Ahmad and then probably continue tomorrow as well. Rabbi Hanin and Bendosa have a ka'azal ba'orcha. Rabbi Hanin and Bendosa was walking along the way. Ata mitra, rain came along. Amar lefana ribolo shalolam, kol haolam kolo benachat. Vechanin b'tzar. So it starts to rain, he's on the road, okay? So he says, Ay, Hashem, I know everyone else is enjoying the rain, but I'm getting all wet here. I'm, I'm, this is terrible. Pasag mitras, the rain stopped. Oh, really? <laughs> ah, too practical. Kimata lebete. When he got home, Amar lefana v'ribana shalolam kolalam kulo b'tzar v'chanine benachat. 
He said, uh, Hashem, he gets home, he says, Hashem, uh, hey, look, everyone else is suffering now, but I'm, personally, I'm perfectly fine. Atta Mitra, so the rain came. So he gets like immediate response, a like personal response, you know, just because of his own personal needs. So I'm Rav Yosef, Maya Hanya laid slota to Kohen Gadol of Rabbi Hanir ibn Dosa. He says, what is the value of the name, the tefillah of the Kohen Gadol when it comes to Rabbi Hanir ibn Dosa? What do you mean by that? The Tanah is a belong in Mishnah, Hayam mipalel tefillah k'sarah bebeit hachitzon, a short tefillah in this outer chamber. My matzalei, what was the tefillah that he would say? Rabin bar'ada v'rava bar'ada d'amri tarvahi mishmei d'rabi Yehuda. So they both said the name of Rabbi Yehuda. Yehiraso v'anach Hashem elokeinu, shetei hashanah hazo geshuma u'shchuna. That this year should be wet and hot. So the Gemara says, shchuna ma'al yotei, wait. Hot is a good thing? That's not, it's bad. Hot is bad. Rather, if it's a hot, if it's a hot year, it should be rainy and dewy. Like Tal, I think. Right? And do not listen to the tefillah of the people who are traveling on the roads. I mean, this is the explicit tefillah of the Kohen Gadol, is essentially like, let it be a rainy season, and we don't care about the people who are traveling on the roads who don't want the rain, because they have their own selfish interests in mind, but, but everyone needs the rain. Yeah. Uh, so maybe like we give a little bit about like okay for everyone to get home that's the whole Am Yisrael right? basically right that's the idea but I think it means when like you know I'm going to go on a, on a drive from uh, when the, from Yushan to Tel Aviv so I'd rather not rain because I'd like to have clear day when I travel on the road so that shouldn't my own personal request shouldn't matter I think that's what we're saying right? okay. that so that's what I'm saying here so, so what they're saying is, okay if that's the field of the Kohen Gadol so Rabbi Chavim Bendosa just totally overpowered it so, Rabbi, uh, so just along the same lines of this tefillah, though, Rabbi Acha the Rabbi Messiah Mishmei Rabbi Yudah. So, Rabbi Acha, the son of Rabbi, uh, concluded in the name of Rabbi Yudah was a lo yade avid shulta midbeit Yehuda that we that the, we shouldn't lose uh, shulton um, uh, like what do you call it? Uh, like you know rulership uh, sovereignty from Beit Yehuda. Valyu amcha Yisrael trichini parnei zemizev lo lamacher and the bnei Yisrael shouldn't need to. Uh, get parnasa from each other, meaning they should all be self-sufficient, and no lamacher, and no, they shouldn't need any other nation to help them. Okay? And, you know, so, but, that, but that's, in the, so again, so that treat of the Kohen Gadol is in the context of the story of Rabbi Chaim Bendosa, who, again, overpowered the whole thing. So, Amor Avida Marah, Bechol Yom Banyom Batchol Yotzeit Ve'omeret, so Ravida says the name of Rab that every single day there's a heavenly voice that comes out and says, Kol Alam Kolo Nizon Bishvil Chanina Bini. So the whole world is uh, is uh, fed on, on the merit of my son Chanina, Chanina Mendoza. The Chanina Bini Dayo Bekav Charuvim Me'erev Shabbat Erev Shabbat. And Chanina, my son, he, all he needs Dayo is like it's enough for him to have a kav, which is a small amount of caribs from Friday to Friday. I mean, he he really uh, lasts on very little food. And then the Gemara is going to tell us a story about his wife. We'll we'll start the story. We'll, we'll stop in the middle. It says Haba Regila Devitu LaMichma Tanura Komale Deshabta. Uh, so his wife would like uh, heat up the oven all uh, all Friday, and she'd throw um, aktarta like torah, like something in there that would make like a like a smoky uh, result. Mishum uh, because she was embarrassed because I think uh, it means that her her neighbors were always you know baking bread and things like that. She had nothing like she just you know, he, all, her husband's eating you know carobs, so she has nothing. She's I think it's so poor. But she's just to save face. She wants to have her like her oven like billowing with smoke. It's like oh, there's a lot of you know, cooking going on 
in the house of uh, the Dosas, uh, the Mendoza's house. So we'll see how that uh, uh, carries out tomorrow.